Chapter 1. The Restoration of a Masterpiece Leonardo da Vinci loved faces. If he saw a face in the streets of Milan, Italy, that fascinated him, he would take the day off from painting his famous masterpiece, The Last Supper, so that he could follow that person and study the face. At the end of the day, Leonardo would return to his house and stay up deep into the night, sketching from memory. Details from those sketches would find their way to his painting. Leonardo wanted his masterpiece to reveal to the viewer real people in every detail. No one has ever been better than Leonardo at capturing in paint a human soul. Just two years before he began The Last Supper, he completed The Lady with an Ermine. In this piece, a beautiful young woman holds a small animal and looks to her left. She appears to be caught in mid-conversation. This painting from about 1490 is considered by many art historians the first European painting to capture the motions of a person's mind, the moment of transition from thought to expression. Only a few years after completing The Last Supper, Leonardo finished his most well-known painting, The Mona Lisa. From the beginning, people were stunned by the verisimilitude of the painting, claiming one could almost see the veins pulsing under the skin of her neck. Her watchful eyes and enigmatic smile evoke complex, unresolved emotions, similar to our experiences with real people in our lives today, and perhaps even from the deepest reflections on ourselves. Most of us don't look at human faces with quite the same intensity as Leonardo. That would be rude. I was once made to stare deeply into another's face, and the moment has haunted me ever since. The instructor paired us off in a college class and asked us to sit cross-legged on the floor about two feet away from our partner. We were directed to look into each other's eyes and ask over and over, who are you, really? As the exercise progressed, I became increasingly anxious. I could find no word or picture to answer the question. I knew, of course, that I was male, a college student, and the son of Vicky and Peter, but the repetition of the question begged for an even deeper response. Who am I, really? I have come to believe the answers to all the hardest questions are found in the scriptures. The Bible has the capacity to address the unanswerable questions. The answers may be mysterious and paradoxical. They may appear as a question or as a truth we would prefer not to believe, but the answers are there and we can rely on them. Scripture presents a variety of ways to understand who we really are, but one of the most powerful is found early in the Bible. The first chapter of Genesis gives us the deep truth of the origins of all things. Faithful reflection on that first chapter teaches us that God created everything out of nothing and out of love. It teaches us that, in God's original intention, everything was created very good. And, mysteriously, Scripture teaches us that human beings, male and female, were created in the image and likeness of God. Our souls, created in the image and likeness of God, are like the faces in the Last Supper. When the painting was completed in 1498, the thirteen figures were every bit as lively and compelling as the Mona Lisa. But soon after, the painting began to deteriorate because of an innovative but unstable material used for the base. Within fifty years, the masterpiece was described as miraculous but half-ruined. The ensuing centuries were not kind to the painting. It underwent seven restoration attempts, each of which only served to cover and distort the original. Further, the French leader Napoleon Bonaparte turned the room that housed the painting into a horse stable, and the Allies accidentally bombed the building in World War II. 
Pollution and grime of the air in the 19th and 20th centuries accumulated on the surface. By the late 1950s, the painting was a disappointing dark blur. The turning point for the painting came in 1978, when science, the technology of art restoration, and the state of Leonardo's studies had all progressed far enough that people were confident they could, as far as possible, restore the Last Supper. A master restorer, Pinin Brambola Barcelon, was given the authority, the time, and the resources she needed to do the best work possible. 